0: This is Working the Beat. It is Tuesday, November 26, 2019. I'm Kevin Cooney, along with Mike Kern. Glad you could join us on this Thanksgiving edition. As uh, we get set for the holiday, I know Michael Jack. Welcome back. How was uh, Myrtle Beach?
1: Gobble, gobble. gobble. It was, it was Myrtle, Myrtle Beach is never a I did. Oh. And I got to see three Villanova games. Two of them actually pretty good games
0: last two were pretty good yeah. well the
1: first one's never good no the first one's always you know what it is hey I got the write again uh how was deadline there's no, no. it's it, it's it, it when you' when you have an afternoon game see, I, I, you know it's stupid because the thing you write at the end of the game that you send in you know whatever nobody ever sees that
0: really right because you unless you're on the web, well, was
1: yeah. Okay. Hey, look, but I'm not in here to help. And then you get like you know a half hour, forty five minutes, whatever, because I write to, to rewrite something, right? Um, you know, it's it's not journalism anymore. It's it's it is, but it isn't. Um, but then again, I was you know, I'm not going to reminisce about the good old days. But um, and you know, Villanova uh, lost a tough game to a good team. Yeah, I'm guessing Baylor's going to be one of the better teams in the in the Big Twelve. Big Twelve, yeah. Um, and you know, Scott Scott, Scott Drew is pretty good. It was funny. Jeff Goodman was down there, you know, to, I don't know who's Yahoo now. I think he's, uh, yeah. And he, you know, he was corralling Jay. He he must be doing something on Scott Drew. And basically his premise from what I could gather from the questions he was asking was that a lot of people don't think Scott Drew's that good. Um, you know, he's not his dad or whatever. And then he was asking Jay questions about that and. Of course, Jay was defending Drew really because you know. Yeah. And then I wake up to see like you know, every Philadelphia team stinks. Yeah.
0: And you know we'll and- get into the Eagles with Ray Didinger in a moment. Then we'll get into the Sixers. We'll get our picks since we're not around later in the week. Uh, and a quick Thanksgiving some memories here. I mean, obviously the Joel Embiid and Carson Wentz situations will take care of themselves in our conversations at some point. So, But it's an interesting show. It's a jam-packed show, so let's get right to it. It'll be Ray Dittinger, the Dean of Philadelphia Football Journalism, uh, will join us next here on Working the Beat. Looking to reach the sports fans of Philadelphia in a brand-new way, this is Kevin Cooney. Each week, the Working the Beat podcast with Mike Kern and I brings the hottest topics into this sports craze town with the people and the events that shape the landscape. Now your business could connect with those people by advertising on the Work of the Beat podcast. Join us at 2675467277 or email us at workingthebeat at gmail.com to find out how you can reach out to this growing audience. It's the best sports talk in Philadelphia, and you can be a part of it. That's 2675467277 or working beat at gmail.com to join the Work in the Beat podcast family. And joining us now, the Dean of Philadelphia Journalism. I, I said football journalism before the break, but it's really the Dean of Philadelphia Journalism. Uh, arguably, not arguably, he is the most respected voice in Philadelphia it's sports journalism. It's Ray Dinger. Ray, how are you?
2: I'm good. How are you guys doing? And,
0: and Ray, tell them how I used to type your stories in at oh, 3
1: good. in the morning. I-
2: and did a fine job of that.
1: I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't ruin your career. I so I guess, I guess that part oh, no. was okay.
2: No, no, no. You, uh, you, you were sweating out those deadlines. You were sweating me out on deadline many, many times. I still owe you for that. Is
0: this the last page, Ray? <laughs> is, it, is this the last page? <laughs> um, Ray, obviously part of the, the uh, pre and post game show on NBC sports, Philadelphia. Also part of 94 uh, WIP with our buddy, Glenn Mack. Now, uh, right. I, I can only imagine what it was like sitting in that studio on Sunday when the topic Carson Wentz came up because, I mean, he was so awful on Sunday. I mean, just
2: unwatchable.
0: It was. Unwatchable.
2: It was, it was uh, you know, it was, uh, I mean, it was bad all the way around. I mean, it wasn't, you know, what, what Peterson said after the game, he didn't say it particularly well but i i knew what he was i knew what he meant when he said it's not it's not all about the quarterback and it's not i mean it's uh um you know it's it, we all i mean there's no you, you don't have to itemize it i mean everybody knows what what you got on the offensive line and you know what you've got in the receiver core uh but that that doesn't absolve the quarterback either you know i mean it's you can say it's not all about him and that's true but you can't just say that he's playing okay because he's not and uh you know, for them to for them to fight their way out of this, I mean, he's going to need more help. But he's also going to have to play better, and uh, you know, he knows that, and then the coaches know that. Now, the one, you know, the one bright spot, if a bright spot now, is is the schedule does get a whole lot easier starting this Sunday. Uh, I mean, if they can't beat this Miami team, they ought to just put the helmets and pads away and go join a bowling league or something. I mean, if they, if they, if they can't get this thing straightened out with some of the teams that they're playing these next few weeks, then I think, I think we all ought to, we all to look for another way to make a living. But um, uh, I, you know, I, I was talking to, uh, we did a, a podcast uh, at the NBC sports Philly today with Ruben Frank and Dave Zangaro. And, you know, what I said to those guys was it's, you know, I, I understand that the team has to they have to play them one at a time now, and they have to keep their eye on the ball and they have to play the dolphins this week and they have to win this game and try and get back into it and I know all that stuff but you know i'm I'm looking at it from a different standpoint i'm you know I'm taking a step back now and I'm trying to look at the bigger picture here and just and just try to assess what they are as a team and what they are as an organization you know and where they are compared to where they were two years ago and I mean you'd have to be blind not to say that this team is trending downward and so regardless of whether you make the playoffs or not this year. I mean, the, the issue is you have to look at, at what you've become t- two years after a Super Bowl and if you've gone backwards and clearly you've gone backwards, how are you going to go about reversing that trend?
1: Yeah, Ray, I heard a couple people for whatever this is worth talk radio stuff kind of today um saying that m- maybe the coaches aren't running the right offense for him to succeed in I don't know exactly what that meant. Um, It seemed like the offense worked a lot better with Foles for whatever reasons. Do you buy into any of that, that that maybe they're not putting Carson, even with all the things we talked about that they don't have, that maybe they're not doing a good enough job of putting him in positions where he can maybe have a better chance to succeed?
2: Well, uh, uh, I think that that's fair to a point. Um, uh, I I think that Doug's play calling, uh, this year has not been very good. Um, I think that, um, you know, they don't – the one thing that they really could do more is they could lean a little bit more on the running game, actually a lot more. Uh, uh, I mean, the the Patriot game, just uh, to use one example, um, I mean, the play calling in that game to me was – it was crazy. I mean, you, you, have, you have an offense that has no receivers, and you're going up against the best secondary in football. And you throw the ball forty times. I mean, that's. I mean, how are you going to win? How are you going to win doing that? I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, that's the definition of beating your head against a wall. Uh, that's just one example. But I think that that's, that that recurs far too often. And you could say it about last week's game as well. Um, I do think there are some things that they could do. Uh, I, I would like to see them allow Wentz to get outside the pocket more. Uh, I'd like to see them, let him get outside, uh, and put a little bit of that pressure on the defense, giving them the run pass kind of option. Um, and just get him out of the traffic, get him away from the congestion and put him out in a spot where he's got a little bit more room and a little bit more time to find a receiver and maybe in a while, which he can do. I went, and I, you know, I know everybody says, oh, he's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt. Well, he can get hurt in the pocket too. Uh, and, um, I think that more quarterbacks get hurt in the pocket than they do running the ball. I mean, you, as a quarterback, you can protect yourself better running the ball uh, if you run it smartly, if you run it and you, and you hit the ground and you slide, or you get out of bounds. So it's, I think the idea of, well, he'll be, he'll be at greater risk outside the pocket. I don't think is exactly right. And, and I think when you see the way the protection has been collapsing around him and how frenetic he's been in the pocket lately, uh, I would try to I would try to give him the opportunity to get outside and and, uh, and make some plays out there. Not, not you can't make a steady diet out of him. You can't try and he's not going to. You can't make him into Lamar Jackson. But I, I think if you free him up a little bit and take the ball and chain off his leg and let him around a little bit, you have a chance to create a different offensive dynamic.
1: Right. What did and I'm assuming you you heard what Michael Vick had to say that Carson's basically doomed to fail here um, because of Foles. What Foles did. Um, and I I felt that there's always going to be that burden on him. Obviously, I mean, I'm not the only one. But w- what did you think of those comments? I mean, is this just another one of those Philadelphia stories? It's it's not going to work because God forbid we won a Super Bowl without him.
2: Um, yeah, I, I think it's kind of foolish. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't believe it. Um, if he doesn't if he doesn't succeed here, if he fails here, it's not going to be because of Nick Foles. Um, it, it that's not that's not going to be it. I mean, he'll he'll fail here because he wasn't good enough or he'll fail here because the team doesn't do a good enough job putting people around him. Um, That, that, that could happen too. I mean, you're kind of seeing that this year a little bit, Uh, but no, I I don't think it's going to be that, that he will, he, you know, he's just going to succumb to living and trying to play and compete in the shadow of Nick Foles. I don't think that's, I don't think that's true. It's does that does that uh, apply more pressure to him? Probably. Uh, is he aware of it? Yeah, I think he probably is. Uh, are the fans are the are are the fans viewing it that way? Absolutely. You know, and, and I think that's part of the reason why um, with, with the team struggling the way it's struggling this year. Normally, when a team goes through a, a season like this, teams when you hear fan criticism, it usually starts with with the coach. It usually starts with the coach and then goes to the back. Uh here it seems to start at the quarterback. And uh I think that that I think that's a direct result of the Nick Foles factor. I, I think that a lot of the fans here, maybe even the majority of the fans here, uh, you know, are viewing Carson Wentz through the prism of Nick Foles and what Nick Foles accomplished and and what he achieved and listen, he'll be a hero in this town forever and you know, whenever he retires, I mean, I mean, he'll go right up on, on that wall at the Eagles Hall of Fame. I have no doubt about that, and and he should. I mean, he's he accomplished all of that. But if if the Carson Wentz career doesn't go as far as we we'd hoped it originally is going to go, and what they drafted him to, I mean, it'll be it'll be more about him and the team they put around him than it will the you know the whatever the pressure of Nick Foles is because I think. The relationship between the two of them was such that I think they were supportive of each other and uh you know, and I think there were things that Carson learned by being around Nick. I think in a lot of ways it helped him. But I don't think it's gonna anyway keep him from being what he wants to be. He'll be that he'll he'll, he'll either be that or not be that because of his own talents.
0: Ray Didinger joins us and by the way, for those people who still think that Nick Foles would be doing better, uh, you know, watch a Jaguars game and watch what how that team has responded to Foles as opposed to what Gardner Minshew was. Earlier in the year, but that's a whole different story. Um, Ray, this was a team that started the year with legitimate Super Bowl aspirations, and yes, there's injuries and all that. But is it, a, but the fact that they're five and six is it because the players are not good enough, as far as are not playing well enough, the coach is not coaching well enough, or did the GM overestimate everybody here on their talent base?
2: Um, well, I would say D all of the above. Okay. Um, it, it, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, everything you said is, is hundred percent valid. Um, the injuries, I mean, you can't discount the injuries. The injuries are, are a big part of it. Um, uh, the, the Deshaun Jackson injury, um, well, while well, everybody can now say, well, you should have seen that coming. He's an old, he's, you know, he's an old, you know, nobody saw that coming. I mean, I, I, you know i mean it's the easiest second guess in the world right now to say oh they never should have signed him nobody was saying that the day after the redskins game um so the injuries the injuries are certainly a part of it uh i don't think the coaching has been particularly good this year uh do they miss Frank Reich? Sure they do. Uh, I mean that that's talked about a lot that they have they're not the same since Frank Reich. But guess what? Frank's not coming back. You know, I mean you know, I've said this to a few people. You, you get you know, he's not coming back, folks. You know, he's gone. You know, <laughs> let's move on here. Um, same with D Filippo that's, too. That, right. uh, what's that?
0: Same with D De Filippo. De Filippo's not coming back either.
2: Yeah, no, it's a, uh, well or he falls. may. I mean who knows? <laughs> but I mean it's uh, but I mean Frank's not and uh uh, and I mean, it's. I think there's some truth to the fact that what they had, in, in many ways, in in many ways, uh, the 2017 season, when you look back on it now, it it really was. Even though nobody really wanted to say it at the time, but it, there really was a, a very very big lightning in a bottle component to that. Um, and the the, the the you know the chemistry between Frank and Doug was very real, and and it certainly helped this team do what they did that through the season. I mean, the way they changed the offense uh, and after Wentz got hurt and they put foals in and adjusted so many things and went RPO in so many situations and just tailored the game plan from week to week, exactly to the strengths that Nick had. It was, it was brilliant. It was an absolutely brilliant coaching job and Nick responded to it and played brilliantly. Um, but I'm a lot of personnel and this, this gets to point C that you were talking about is the personnel evaluation. Uh, if you look back on that season, 2017, uh, they brought in a whole lot of guys, um, you know, like one-year, short-term free agent kind of guys, um, and they and they hit and they hit like on a hundred percent of them. I mean, you know, Chris Long was a, was a, was a home run. You know, like Garrett Blunt was really good. They bring Nick Foles back. Nick Foles wins you the Super Bowl. I mean, even you know, Corey Graham is a guy that, that came in and made some big plays for you. Patrick Robinson was a bust, and and he comes in and he plays great, makes the biggest play in the championship game. I mean, they had there were like seven or eight of those guys that came in. That every single one, they hit on every single one of them. I mean, the odds of ever doing that again, I mean, never. I mean, they tried it again this year. You look at all the guys they brought in kind of trying to do the same sort of thing, and none of it's worked. You know, that, I mean, that none of it has worked. And it's so, I mean, that was as good as it gets, and this year has been as bad as it gets. And some, some of that's just luck, uh, but in, in 2017, everything broke your way, and this year it's all gone the other way.
1: Now, now, Ray, is the guy who one year famously told me when the Eagles were 7-2 and two and they had lost to the Browns, I believe, or they were playing the Browns, you said, Mike, they're not going to win another game, and I let. La- and they didn't win another game. The best
2: mm-hmm. prediction I ever
0: remember last year of Rich Cuts, I believe, correct? You're right, but he told me. Right. The Eagles that was, were 7-2. Yeah, and that two. Was going, that was going,
2: They were getting ready to play Cleveland. Yeah, right. The and Cleveland you said, team coached by Bill Belichick, by the way. Yes. And, he, and he said to me. That was, was the Bill Belichick-Cleveland team. And yeah. uh, <laughs> Mike, you're yeah, not going to win I, another game. <laughs> yeah, I came back, and they were 7-2, and, and I was standing at the mailbox, and you came over and said, you know, how about the birds this week? I said, oh, they're going to lose, and then and I, and then you said oh really they lose?" and i said no i'm like you don't get it You're not, no they're not going to win another game this year they're going to lose them all
1: you should have bet that you know you could have made like you could have been like living in maui or something if if you'd probably done that. i, I probably
2: should have because i i i just i felt that one coming i really I really i really felt that one coming because that was that was the phoniest 7 and 2 ever i mean there wasn't anything really good about that team so, so give uh, me- but they won they won some games and they put but i i just had a feeling it was it was going to I had a feeling they were going to lose to Cleveland, and then I could almost just see the great unraveling. And boy, it unraveled.
1: So give me, put on your, you know, your cap again. The schedule's going to get easier. They obviously have the game with the Cowboys that they're probably going to have to win. I'm assuming. I don't think the Cowboys will lose that many games. No. Um, what do you think in, in the next five weeks is, is going to happen?
2: Uh, I think it's going to come down to the Dallas game. Uh, I, I do. I, I think they're. You know. I think they're going to win. You know, they're going to win the two and nine games here. I mean, they'll you know, they'll beat this team, and, you know, they'll beat the Giants. And uh, I, I think it's going to – and I've thought this for weeks, that it was going to come down to that Dallas game. Um, and if they win that game, yeah, they have a chance to get to the playoffs. They do. Uh, and, in fact, they probably will. Uh, because if you look at the Cowboys, what the Cowboys have done to this point is they have not beaten a single team with a winning record. Right. They haven't. But no, the Eagles no, don't
1: people, have a winning record. Well, they would have a winning record The Eagles then. were
2: three and three when yeah, they, they played them. Yeah. So uh, they haven't beaten a single team with a winning record yet this year. I mean, they've, they've won all the other games, but they, they haven't been able to beat a team with a winning record. Um, and I think that speaks to what they are. They're, they're not a great team either. Uh, right now they're better than the Eagles are, but not insurmountably better. So, yeah, I think that's what it's going to come down to. I, I think the Eagles will win these, these next couple games. And it's going to come down to the game at the link against the Cowboys, and the team that wins that's probably the team that goes to the playoffs. But you know, the one thing that uh, you know, I, I hear this all the time from the fans. I mean, the, you know, the glass half full segment of the fans is that oh, you know, we got the, they got the cow and they got to come here. The Cowboys they got to come here, right? Well, you know, since when has that been a problem for the Cowboys? I mean, I don't know if anybody's looked lately, but the Cowboys the Cowboys are five and two five and two their last seven trips into Philadelphia, so. So the days, you know, the blue jerseys and the being the psyched out and all that stuff at the Cowboys, that, which used to be very real with the Cowboys. They used to really hate coming to the vet. Uh, and they had a real thing about that. But that's not true now. I mean, the Cowboys, really, if you want to really look at this thing, honestly, the Cowboys kind of have this team's number. And it doesn't matter if you're playing them in Dallas or Philadelphia. They just do. So the idea that, oh, well, we got the Cowboys, but they got to come here. Like, that's an easy win. I don't think that's true. I, I think that's a game that is a winnable. Yeah, it's probably winnable. Uh, but uh, it's by no means the fact that they got to come here makes it an automatic W. I I think they'll get to that point, and that game's going to be for the division. I really do think that's going to happen. But the idea that just because it's here guarantees the Eagles win, I don't think that's true either.
0: Well, and especially when you look at the rosters and you match them up, it's not close, really, if you want to be objective. I mean, Dallas has way more talent than the Eagles at this point. You look at... Look at their wide receivers and, and Cooper, and, 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 you know, the, the tight end's pretty good and all that. They're way more talented than the Eagles. And the only thing really keeping this a race, I, I hate saying it, is Jason Garrett and that coaching staff,
2: correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at them and I, I, do I, do I think they're better than the Eagles? I, yeah, I do. Uh, I do. But I, I don't think they're, you know, in another world better than them. I, I think that, you know, the Cowboys are, um, they're pretty good, but they're they're not they're not great. Um, their defense is. I, I kind of actually thought their, season, thought their defense was going to be better. The defense is. Their defense. You know, coming into the season, I thought defense was going to kind of be a strength, and it's not. Um, especially with Van Der Esch now, you know, having some injury issues. You know, Lawrence has not been as good this year. I don't think the secondary is just kind of average. Um, no. So, uh, and then on offense, the offensive line has been good but it hasn't been as good as it was uh for whatever reason zeke doesn't look like the same player this year i mean he really doesn't i mean they're a team there i mean the guy that's really driving the driving the truck there is 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 the quarterback and i know a lot of people don't want to give him credit and a lot of people still say he's overrated and all this kind of stuff but i mean he's been playing his butt off this year and uh he's the guy that's responsible for them being where they are right now but they're still they're far from they're you know they're far from a powerhouse they're They're beatable, but right now, if I had to put the two of them on a scale and say who's the better team, yeah, it would still be the Cowboys.
1: Right, if you were a general manager, it was your team, and right this minute, you could have Dak or Wentz, not just for you know the the last five games, but you know going forward, who would you take?
2: I would still take. I would still take Wentz. Okay, Um, you know when they when they came out together, um, uh, I. I would listen. I was one of the guys that when when that whole that draft class was coming up, um, and I had I had I had looked at them both. Uh, I had seen Dak a lot because he played some fairly high profile games. I really didn't know that much about Carson. I only really started to study Carson when Mike Mayock when I was uh, when Mike Mayock said to me, Hey, have you seen this kid in North Dakota? Have you seen this kid in North Dakota State? He's he's really good. Uh, and then I actually began hunting it up some tape on him and looking at it. And I said, yeah, you know who he really is. So going into the draft, I had, uh, I had Wentz, I had Wentz rated as a, as a top pick and I, but I had Dak as a third rounder. I thought their talent in terms of their talent level, I thought they were that different. I thought, I thought Wentz was a legit blue chip top of the first round draft guy. And I saw Dak as a guy who I thought was real, was good, and would probably be underdrafted because there were questions about his size and his accuracy. Um, And so what I was suggesting for the Eagles, when the Eagles, when there was all that talk that they were going to put together all this big package and they were going to trade up to get Wentz, I said I wouldn't do that. I said what I would do is I would take – and I would use my first pick, seven or eight, uh, right. and I would use it to draft I would use it to draft the best offensive lineman I could find. Who would, at that time and I think I really liked was Ronnie Stanley, who was at Notre Dame, who was going to Baltimore and become a really good player. And I said I would just I I wouldn't I wouldn't put together the big package. I would just stay with the picks that I've got right now. I would take Ronnie Stanley with my first pick and I guarantee you Dak Prescott's gonna be there in the third round. I would Jack, I would fill in with the other other picks but in the third round that's where I would go for Prescott because I know he's going to be so it turns out Prescott wound up going in the fourth round but that was how that was how I sort of sized it up back at the time uh that way but if, if you ask me if I evaluate the two of them as straight up players I, th- I think Wentz is better and I would if I had to ch- make the choice today between the two I would probably still take Wentz Um uh, but you know, Prescott has become kind of what I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be a guy that was going to come in the league and play way better than your typical third- or fourth-round quarterback, because I think, I think he's that tough. I think he's smart. Uh, and the thing I liked about him in college was he improved every year. I mean, you just watched him, his progression through college. Every year he came back and he was better. I mean, all the things he – you know, he really improved as a passer. He really improved as a decision-maker. And that showed me he was a guy that, that, that was going to work at his craft. And he was going to keep working to make himself better, which is part of the way you have to succeed in the NFL. You can't ever allow yourself to plateau. You always have to keep trying to get better, even once you're in the league. And I saw that I saw that in, in Prescott's game. I saw that improvement year to year which made me think, you know, this is a guy is going to come to the NFL and he's going to get better year by year, just because that's the kind of person and the kind of competitor he is. And that's the kind of career he's had. But to, to your point, Mike, the question you asked me, if, if I had to sit here right now and make the call between the two guys, even though I like Prescott a lot and I mm-hmm. do, and I'm not that surprised by his success, I would still take Wentz. Cause I think, I think his ceiling is still, I mean, it's hard to say right now as bad as he's playing, but I would still say his ceiling is higher.
0: Okay, Ray, uh, before we let you go, since it is the uh, the holiday that's most connected with football in, in Thanksgiving coming up this week, I, I just wanted to pick, uh, pick your brain on like your favorite Thanksgiving memory. I mean, I, I'm sure you've done a lot of these games, you know, on the road for the, you know, when you were working on for the Daily News. I mean, can you just tell me some of your memories of, of the holiday and how it connected with the sport you love?
2: Oh sure, yeah, uh, uh, a very easy one. Uh, I was in uh, Dallas for the uh, the Leon Lett in the Snow game.
0: That was awesome. Uh, I remember. Yeah,
2: that. The, the, the 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 Miami, yeah, you know, the Miami with the block field goal where the ball's just spinning in the snow and Leon Lett goes sliding into it and hits it, and now the Dolphins get another chance and they win the game at the end. That yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, that was that's the one I remember. First of all to be out down for to be in Dallas in the old stadium where it had the hole in the roof so the snow all came through. To be there in the middle of of a snow and ice storm, that was pretty weird in and of itself. And then uh to see that game play out the way it played out with that you know, with that slapstick ending with Leon Lett, uh, you know, that's that's the Thanksgiving game, all around. and also, you know, leaving the stadium, trying to get back to the airport Marriott that night. I had a cab driver that had never driven in snow before, and he rolled he rolled the cab off the highway. We wound up on our, on, the, on the roof on our roof down on down the bottom of a hill. Wow,
1: Ray, who was Saint James's rival back in the day when you were there? Who would they play? Chester on the, High. It was Chester. Chester High. Okay.
2: Chester High, and that yep. was a big yep. deal. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it was a very big deal. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, it was a very big deal. The, uh, at 10 o'clock in the morning, typical, everybody, everybody plays their. you know, 10 o'clock in the morning. And it was at, uh, at, the. Uh, well, it was then PMC, uh, oh, now Widener okay. and in that stadium. And, uh, on the, uh, uh, our senior year, the, uh, the, this, the captain and the star of the, uh, Chester high team was none other than Ted Cottrell, who, uh, later went on and became a coach in the NFL. And the quarterback was Bo Ryan. <laughs> really? Yeah. Man,
1: you're you're dating yourself yeah. now, baby.
2: So those were yeah, yeah, I know. I know, but that was uh but yeah, that was that was it. It was it was Saint it was Saint James Chester.
1: Right. One before I I don't know if Kevin has any more. I want oh, to Ricky Waters is a is a finalist um for the Hall of Fame. And I just wanted to get your thoughts. Is, is uh I mean obviously you know is he in? Is he, is he a Hall of Famer?
2: I don't know. I kind of think not, Mike, just because I haven't sensed um until a guy, until a guy actually gets into the final fifteen, uh, that's the, if if a guy can make to the final fifteen, um, and he get he gets in that room where the discussion is, mm-hmm. you know, then he's got a chance because that tells you he's got some support. And then once he's in, once his name is on the table there, you know, then the people who like him can make can begin to make the case for him. But do you think he is? Them, and begin to sway everybody else. Yeah. That's but how it works. But
1: do you but, think he is, though? You you were on that committee for a long time.
2: Yeah never got a chance at ricky because i was off the i was off the voting board right. i think by the time i came off the voting board he was still playing in seattle mm-hmm. uh so i never had a chance to to do that um i think he's real close uh, I, but i think it's going to be hard because you know i i view he and roger craig as very similar players mm-hmm. really similar players uh and roger craig has never even gotten close um there i mean roger thousand yards rushing and a thousand yards receiving in the same season never been done before uh, and he was working out of the same offense and running a lot of the same plays and I thought it was very similar to Ricky uh, I think Ricky's probably a little bit better to be honest with you if I had a choice between the two but I mean they're very similar and if you look at their numbers very similar Ricky's career was longer but, um, it always surprised me that there was there was never any groundswell of support for Roger Craig I mean he never made it to the final 15 nor has Ricky so I kind of think, you know, I think Ricky's going to be one of those guys that's going to just kind of be in the hall of the very good, but never quite in the hall.
0: Ray, final question. Best team in football right now is who?
2: Baltimore Ravens. Absolutely. Not close? Yeah. That's close. Uh, They're... They're um, well. First of all, they're they're just so fun to watch. Yeah. I, mean, I just I just love I just love watching them because it's such it's 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 I mean it's throwback football. I mean they, they just they just there's nothing fancy about them. I mean they just line up and they got a big mean offensive line and they got a hell of a young quarterback and they just come up and they just say here we are try and stop us and <laughs> and uh and I love that.
1: Yeah, and they it, get it the, is, they it, get the Friscos this week at home, and they're five and a half point favorites over. A team that's lost once, I think. Yeah, Frisco's lost once,
2: so. and that it's yeah.
1: amazing to me.
2: They're really—I mean, they're—they're. They're, I don't want to say they're rewriting the game because that people always say that they—they they said RG three was doing that too, and, and how did that turn out? So you don't want—you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself. But what they're doing now—it's—I mean—is it's, I mean, it's, it's really—it's really fun, and I thought it was really telling. We yeah, had the uh, the Otho Davis Scholarship Fund dinner about three or four weeks ago, uh, and um, a- at the end of it they had a Q&A where the audience could ask some questions, and Ron Jaworski was there, and somebody asked Jaws, um, the Ravens were just starting this run now, and, J- and Lamar Jackson, right. the audience said, uh, do you think that uh, a team that plays the way the Ravens play with a quarterback like that, can they win a Super Bowl? And I really wanted to see what Ron said, because Ron is the absolute, He's, I mean, he's your seven-step drop, play the game from the pocket, old school quarterback on said this team yes they can I thought that was I thought that was very telling because I thought he would kind of say no 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 that's I mean they're playing good now but no you gotta you got your quarterback has to be more traditional than that and he didn't say that I mean he thought this team uh, what they're doing now and the way they're playing and they get better every week I mean they're better now than they were then he thinks they can win a Super Bowl and right now Based on what I certainly on what I saw last night, I wouldn't bet against him.
0: Yep, Ray Didinger from NBC Sports Philadelphia and ninety four. Go WIP. work on that column, buddy. Ray, Ray th- thanks for joining <laughs> us. Happy Thanksgiving to you and the family, and uh, we'll talk soon.
1: Is, is Maria is Maria Happy cooking Happy on Thursday? To you
0: guys. Hey,
2: Ray, is, Mar-
1: is Maria cooking on Thursday, or what do you guys oh, yeah. do?
2: No, no, no. She she's going to be cooking on Thursday.
1: I'll bet that's going to be good.
2: Yeah, uh, you bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ray. Okay, babe. Take All right, care, take care, guys. All right, Ray.
0: Ray Dininger, thank you God, for joining us. He is Jesus incredible.
1: I, I well, I worked with him for a long time, but I had I did a few shows with him uh, years ago with W, you know, on the radio station. He's the easiest guy in the world to work with because he's such a professional, and um, you never get that googly-gock talk. Like you know, I'm going to throw something out there outrageous for the sake, you know, he's so old school and I love that, but he's evolved, right? You know, he's not so old school that he doesn't get that we're in
0: the tooth, you know, 2020. I found his perspective on Wentz interesting. He would still take Wentz over Dak Prescott. I think a lot of people would, I mean, because there's
1: that, they're, they're only four years into their career. So, you know, you're, you're probably figuring out about another decade, you know, if they don't get hurt or whatever. And I think there's that, that belief that Wentz is still, the more solid guy, Dak may be. I mean, you remember back with the year when um they were eleven and two, and he probably would have been the MVP. He was making Dak kind of plays. Remember, like he would right. duck under guys. He would. He doesn't do. He's that only anymore. done a
0: few, that a few yeah. times this year. And he I did that in the Detroit game.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if that's him. If that's, you know, like I said, I I think this fact that they're going to make him a pocket passer is maybe not. Has too. it
0: ever worked?
1: Well, it works if you... I mean, Tom Brady's a pocket passer. Yeah, he's no, got no, six but, rings. But
0: but Tom didn't have the ability... Tom was a pocket passer from Jump Street. Well, yeah, but some A guy who has been able to move out of the pocket, in this town especially, you know, Randall's the perfect guy. Randall got hurt when he was stuck in the pocket. They all get
1: hurt when they're stuck in the pocket. That's. I mean, some guys get hurt outside. RG3 got hurt, I think, outside the pocket. I'm trying to remember. But it just seems like Carson's confidence is so shot right mm-hmm. now... That he he um and he runs. I mean he ran a few times on All Sunday right. and got some play, but it just doesn't seem like they make the plays. And then it goes back to are the guys that he's working with just you know, nobody can go deep on that team. Nope. I mean, literally, I would like, <laughs> I would take the rookie. I know he probably doesn't know the patterns. I, I, I know he's a rookie. I our, would flank a whiteside we're talking. No, 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 no. Oh I'm talking about Miles. Okay. He's he's the fastest guy. I would get him into a position two or three times a game, and I'd say, you run down. Just run down the field. You don't have to worry about anything. Just run. We may throw to you. We may not. We're going to see. And just to give the defense something to
0: think about. You know, he, he's dangerous. He's made plays. I think the one thing that's going to have to happen at the end of this year, and this is even if they make the plus. because let's be honest, if they make the playoffs, they're going to play Seattle or Minnesota in the first round, well, and they beat the Bears last year in the first round, and they almost beat the Saints, right? So
1: you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, they couldn't win. Yeah, it's it going to be a tough game. It would be
0: sure. Yeah, I, I think the I think the point I'm saying is them making a long run looks. You're not going to the Bar- Super Bowl, Bar- right? Um, I think if I was in charge of this organization, I would take a long look at Press Taylor, um, Mike Gro. Obviously not Doug. You can't... Doug's not going to go anywhere. But I would look at the people around him to make sure I had the right people in place.
1: Well, they obviously think they have the right people in place or those people won't be in place. So I guess you got to see how it plays out. But if they go to the playoffs and they do... I mean, look, if they played Seattle here in the first round, why wouldn't they have a chance? They, they could have won last week. I mean, it was, it was a horrible game. It wasn't like... Wilson killed them no. or anything. They killed themselves. And lost respect- in
0: all this was their defense the last two weeks has played defense pretty
1: well. play. I mean, they gave up 17 points each week, and the offense
0: had five the turnovers. Ronald Dar- the Ronald Darby tackle is still humorous. Well,
1: yeah, but that he's As Ronald, Ronald Darby. Darby. He's not Ronnie Lott, um, even though it's better than what they had. Um,
0: <laughs> but yeah, Ronald they could, they, Darby. He's not Ronnie Lott. I mean, Lott. they could win a game.
1: It, it wouldn't, now, the second game where they, you know, they have to go to – Maybe San Francisco or um, you know who who would be uh, New Orleans, uh, Green Bay maybe Minnesota. Yeah, I mean that would be tougher. Yeah, but or they could have a home game and get drilled. I mean that's the thing with this team. You and you don't know. Let's say they go on a five week run where they go five and zero because that's the only way they're going to make the playoffs. They'll have momentum. Yeah, I mean they'll probably be feeling better about themselves. They might. I, I don't know if they're going to have Jackson back. They might have, they'll probably have Aguilar, uh, not Aguilar. Well, Jackson
0: can't come back. He's on I.
1: He's on Iowa, so he's done. That's yeah. it. Okay. But they might have Jeffrey back, which will help. I mean, he's not the deep threat, but it'll help. Right. It's better than what you're, they, they had two wide receivers in the game on Sunday that hadn't been on the team two weeks before that. And they just let one of them go. And Ward looked like, you know, he might be like their best receiver. So, all right, here's you know, a catch now If They lose to the Dolphins.
0: <laughs> and yeah, then, 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 then you
1: just close up shit. Get, re- get
0: and, ready for Flyers hockey talk. um, Something like that. Which is a segue. Who are you most concerned about? Carson Wentz, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid.
1: I mean, Ben Simmons and Embiid are who they are. They're, 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 that's who they are. Oh, that was jolting last night. Yeah, okay, but it was one time it was bad... Yeah. Once again, the Phillies were going to contend for the for the world for the National League. No. Sorry, folks. The Eagles had a better team than 17. Sorry, folks. The Sixers are going to win 60 games. This is Philadelphia. I try to tell you this. I try I I, I get it's almost like because people will look at me and say, why don't you ever think the Philadelphia teams I don't because I've lived here sixty years and I've seen this. Now I've seen it three times and the Sixers could wind up being fine. But everybody had them winning uh, 60, you know, now we're going to play bully ball. We changed, The team they had at the end of last year was better than this team. And I don't think the coach knows how, you know, he coaches a system. Well, now it's a different system. So I would probably be more concerned about Wentz because Wentz has to be better than this. He has to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, Joel's going to go out the next game and score 30 and have 12. And, you know, Simmons is what Simmons is. He is not. And this is why Jimmy Butler was so important. But the rumor is that Simmons went to them and, you know, they didn't get along. Even though Embiid and Butler were buds. Um, Butler was the guy who had the ball in his hands at the end of the games. And, I mean, this is a team... With Embiid missing, like, two—I mean, he, he, there was two games against Toronto where he was either sick or—he or he, he didn't have two good games. Or I forced
0: remember. them to a Game 7 with a the shot. They lost
1: at Toronto on in Game 7 on a four-dinger or whatever it was, and that team goes on—I don't know if they would have beat the Bucs. I, I don't know this. But what I'm saying is that team wasn't—was close. And they—for they, they for reasons whatever to read, you know, they didn't—whatever they, they had to choose— Butler's no here and JJ's not here. Okay, I get it. JJ's a defensive liability. I get it. Now you have a team. At the end of the game, Simmons isn't going to take the shots. He isn't going to drive. No, that get...
0: game sequence last night was—he's was not awful.
1: going to do it. it and people better get this through their head. Ben Simmons, two years from now, three years from now, I don't think is going to be—he's going to get triple doubles. He's going to be a really good defensive player. He can pass. He's great in the open court. But you know, so what is Tobias Harris? Because if Tobias Harris isn't Jimmy Butler, then you've got one option. You've got your seven-foot-one guy or seven-foot-two guy. Yeah. And, and he's all over the court. You know, I mean, sometimes he's at the three-point line. Sometimes he's here. Sometimes he's low. And, you know, I still think they're going to be a good team. I still think... But they may not be the team that we thought they're going to be, no. at least not this year. But Carson Wentz is the future of your football team because he's the quarterback. It's the most important position in sports. And right now, I mean, if you were in all seriousness, if you were what is it, thirty-two quarterbacks in the NFL? Okay, and like eight of them shouldn't be in the NFL. But where's Carson right now?
0: Fifteen, probably,
1: probably twelve to fifteen. Something okay, there. And I,
0: I haven't said that's there. and that's after play.
1: Yeah, and I mean, that's with the Steelers quarterback being out. Uh, yeah.
0: No Raffles I mean,
1: and there was people, Stafford's out. There was people
0: talking before the season. Like he, he made, was you know, an MVP. I mean, that was Lou Riddick's line. That, that yeah. He would be yeah the MVP. How about that? Um,
1: I've made bad lines before too, but, and he had his preseason. He had his, yeah, he did. the OTAs, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he did, right. Or, or some of them or whatever. Yep, And if, now will it materialize in these last five weeks? Yeah. Who knows? Who know? Maybe you go down and beat the Dolphins. And I don't know who they get. The Giants after that, yeah. At Meadows, um, so oh I, no,
0: no, Giants here, Giants here, okay. Giants here. Then
1: at Washington, okay, so Dallas I, here, and then I still think they could lose one of those division games, only because they're division games. I understand the Redskins stink. The Giants aren't quite as bad as the Redskins, but they're close. But division games are weird, you know. You you, you know what division game they, they could you.
0: lose? This sounds strange, but. They could lose, obviously, to Dallas.
1: Well, I'm not counting on. Dallas, so I don't. Well, mean no, no, that no, game. no, They no, have no. to win. No, that no, game. no.
0: But I'm saying, if they do lose to Dallas, I would bet my bottom dollar they lose the following week at New
1: York. Well, if they're out of the playoffs, yeah, who cares? I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you win that game. Yeah, they might just play their scrubs. They might play Sudfeld for all the hell. No, they probably. You know why they would play everybody? Because they'd want to finish nine and seven instead of eight and eight, because that would be like an important thing. But um. Yeah, I mean the whole look, but I'm saying, like people are. I don't think
0: they're beating Dallas.
1: People assuming they're going to win the other four, right? Okay, and they might, but I wouldn't like just like say, okay, well we're just going to go to New York and beat the Giants because, you know, the Giants might sit there and go, hey, we got nothing to play for. Hmm. Hey, it's the Eagles coming up. Yeah, let's let's take them out or something. I have
0: no idea who that is. And you don't care. And I don't
1: care. And I'm not saying you should care. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, um, you know, look, should they beat the Dolphins? Yes. Should they beat the Giants at Giants? Yes. Should they beat the Redskins? Uh, You know, yes. Um, You should probably win those. I mean, if you can't win, if you lose one of those three games, I think Ray said it. You don't belong. You don't belong. But, once again, if Dow is coming here, like he said, everybody will be, we're going to, well, okay, and, like, you're five, you're two and five against they've lost four straight, I believe. Yep. Anywhere. So that doesn't mean the Cowboys are gonna, gonna beat them. But I'll tell you what, if you're home the last two weeks, they've scored ten and nine. And the nine was the one was at the end of the game. So they went six quarters almost, scoring three points at home. Now, I know New England's good on defense. Seattle's decent on defense. Really? Three points at home? Come on. That reminds me of the two NFC title games back to back years where they scored like six points in after they scored the opening
0: touchdown against Tampa. Uh, you you have picks? Yeah, sure. Why yeah, not? We're gonna uh, we're gonna give our picks, and I'm gonna throw Mister Kern a curveball at the end here because I'm gonna give him some uh, gonna give him some picks on some games of note for us. So here, I, I don't know what the hell that means. High school? Oh, high school. Oh.
1: Okay, Just hold me where you want to go. Take me to the action. Take me to the track. Take me to a party. If the are in the back, I've been working all my life. Can't afford to wait. Let me call my wife so I can tell her I'll be late. I want you mm-hmm.
0: easy. Easy, And now is Mr. Kern. He'll first give us college picks. And uh, well, he, oh, where, where can we find? Of oh, course, by since the way. we're early, since we're early in the week, we should point out. Go to,
1: bettersinsider.com later in the week. By the way, I don't. I think I won the three things I gave. Yes, you. Yes, you did. But I didn't lose anyone because I gave mostly the same pick. Yeah, I was in Myrtle Beach. I know, but I I didn't lose on Saturday, which is it's what, always good. Whatever. And Sunday I did okay. I did. I actually did. I think I won more than I lost, but I did lose a couple. So, well, whatever. Um, I, I think I had the Packers. <laughs> oh, God, Jesus. Um, <laughs> that wasn't good. Here's the thing this week. Temple and Penn State are playing two of the worst teams in college football. Why are you playing that? No, no, no. no Kevin. Why, Kevin, no. No, we're not going to have 15 minutes of that in the background. No. No. I, I so, they're playing the Rutgers. They're giving 40. Kevin. Okay. Turn that off. All right. Please, it's our it's our bed music. But no, okay. no, 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 no. We don't need bed mu bed bid music. Bed music, but whatever music. They're playing Rucker. Their quarterback is going to be a game time decision. Supposedly, that's what I read from Mr. Giuliano. They're giving forty. Ruckers doesn't want to play this game. I know Ruckers is. Are they home or what? I don't even know. Uh, it's at Penn State. It's at Penn State. Rutgers, th- the last thing those guys want to do is go to Penn State. Oh, Penn State or Rutgers can hire a coach. Oh, God. It's, it's just. And Temple's playing a UConn team that is the same team. It's the same kind of thing. I'm looking to put them in a three team teaser, but I got to find the third team. I think I found it. So you can get Penn State down to like 31, 30 or 31. You can get Temple down to 19. And you can get Clemson down to 18 against South Carolina. Clemson, I know it's a rivalry game. South Carolina not that good, even though they beat Georgia. And Clemson's going to just want to. And they've beaten everybody by like 50 the last month and a half. So I would play a three-team teaser with those three. Somehow you got to get something just to have some fun on Penn State and Temple because I think they're both going to roll. You could play them in a parlay if you think they're going to cover to 40. I don't know. Maybe they will cover the forty. Who knows? Which would Frank? Would Franklin try to like roll it up? It it really means nothing,
0: right? No, because I mean they're going to go. I would say I mean, they they're would not going to convince the committee
1: to send them to the Rose Bowl, right?
0: Only I think if Wisconsin wins, and then you could be.
1: I yeah. see. I don't think they would
0: send Penn State to
1: the Rose Bowl. Both. But here's my thing: if Minnesota wins that game this week, that's basically a pick them. Goes and loses to Ohio State. You got to send Minnesota, don't you?
0: They beat Penn State. You would think.
1: And Minnesota hasn't been there in like probably 90 years. I'm guessing they'd send 40. I mean, Penn State will send 42. But but I
0: think if Minnesota loses this week. Yeah. I I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Go ahead. You give me one. Uh, I'm going to go a Friday game. Okay. Well, Mac? No. Because of the holiday. Oh, right, 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 right. I'm sorry. Because of the
1: holiday. I'm oh, gonna I'm gonna the, t- Real quick. The, the other team you could throw into a three team teaser with them is Central Michigan giving nine and a half to Toledo. My Toledo guy told me it is not enough points. <laughs> so maybe I'll just take that as, and my he's usually fairly right. Toledo is falling apart for whatever reason. I don't know.
0: It's my Mac connection. Go ahead. All right. I'm taking the Hawkeyes. The Iowa's. The Iowa's going on the road to Nebraska. The line is according to my lines. Five and a half. That sounds about right. Um, Nebraska's last week against the Maryland's. Nebraska ha- Nebraska has to win this to qualify for a bowl. Okay. But this would kind of be a perfect ending for a really awful Nebraska season. I was playing for maybe a trip to Orlando, maybe a trip to Tampa, you know, as one of the upper tier. So you temp- think
1: that the Iowa players will get excited because they're going to go to Orlando or Tampa?
0: As opposed to,
1: just tell me you think. As Iowa. Opposed, just as tell, tell me to, you think I was the better team. I think I was the that's better fine. team, and just and that's just like okay. That
0: it, uh, where would you rather spend for your December bowl? I don't think Orlando Iowa, or the Bronx. But I don't think players think that way, okay. Kevin. You,
1: I really, I'm an Iowa player. I'm the, I'm saying, well, boy, if we win this game, I'm going to go to Florida. No, they, 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 they'll win the game, and then they'll say, okay, where are we going, coach? You know, we'll find out in a week. I got a double action on Friday, but go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. We'll, we'll have you go, too. Go you, right. Go, too. Because I threw Central Michigan in there. Memphis
0: is laying 11. Yes, they are. At home against Cincinnati. Was not impressed by Cincinnati last week. I thought Cincinnati really Their looked. Their offense is kind
1: of, um, I was reading on a website, because I wanted to know why that line was 11. Um, and they might play again in, in the, the following, following week. week. Right.
0: Because the because they may play the following week, right? both teams could play it real close to the vest, Memphis needs the game more. Cincinnati's already in the uh, uh, American title game. Yeah, Memphis ain't going to play close to the vest. they got to win the game. Right. Okay. I'll take Memphis. I'll lay the 11 with the idea that Memphis cares about this mm-hmm. game a hell of a lot more. And Cincinnati will play vanilla. I
1: was shocked by that line. I really was. And I'm going to stay away from it because... I was going to be all over Cincinnati, but then I, 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 you know, who who knows? It's 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 whatever. I got like ten games written down here, so I'll, I'll peruse a few. Well, who you, do you like? Anybody in Michigan, Ohio State? Would that that's not going to be your third pick, is it? It is not. Okay, I think Michigan in the nine. That's just me. I I would I, lean that. way, I would too. lean that way. I'm not. I you know if the, if you want to take take that for what it's worth. Here's a couple others. The Euclids are given two and a half at home to the cows. And I know the Euclid's have been up and down. They had to not, not bowl eligible, we should point out, is UCLA. Okay, so that's their last game. Cal's not that good, right? No, they're not that good. Doesn't UCLA doesn't Chip kinda have to win that game? Or am I just losing my mind between two teams that don't care?
0: I think you're losing your mind. Okay. It has nothing I would, to do with this game. I would take the Euclid's.
1: They're laying laying the two and a halves to the Cows. Uh,
0: my third and final game. Wisconsin's a two and a half point favorite in Minneapolis mm-hmm. against Minnesota. I'm with you. I think Minnesota playing a three thirty game on a Saturday. Yeah, they had a huge game a couple weeks ago against Penn State. This is even bigger. This is a rivalry game, and with the shot to get to the to the Big Ten title game. I, I, I'll, I'll take I'll take the Gophers. That's fine. I'll, I'll take the. I Gophers just don't. For
1: two I don't trust. I don't trust Wisconsin. I don't know. Because Wisconsin's that. one of those teams that figures out a way usually to get it done. At least in the last five or six years in that Western division, which isn't usually that good. But yeah, yeah, I mean, look, that should be a pretty good football game.
0: By the way, a super dog, if you will. What's a super dog? In other words. Oh, the super dog? My superdog. In other words, the team I think that will win outright. Okay. As well, an underdog. Well, why don't you just take it? I'll take it now. Okay, I'll throw a fourth in. I'll, I'll take Auburn.
1: Okay, well, what you should do is bet the money line then. See, because I like the other side of that game. If if you put a gun to my head, because I still think Bama's a better team than them. I know it's at Auburn, and I think Bama has to almost show something this week. You know, if Bama goes there, It's their our last impression, yeah. It's their last impression. And that, so, look, sometimes that doesn't— Look, if their quarterback can't play, Auburn's got a really good defense. Their offense ain't much, Um so if it's a low-scoring game, I think Auburn's got a shot. Uh, I, I just think Bama's going to win the game to cause the committee all kinds of goofiness a week from now because they'll be sitting there with one loss, and if certain things, ha- they won't know what to do with them. Right. Um, so that's why. But but yeah, I mean, you know, rivalry games are rivalry games. I mean, you know, God, they who who knows what the hell happens. Uh, there's a couple other the, the game. I, I'm just throwing these out here just for whatever because people are listening. They might. Uh, the the SMU's are giving three and a half to Tulane. Mm-hmm. I think SMU's a better team. I do too. Um, but you know, I would probably I would lean towards the smooths. Um, Smooth. and another one, and I, I asked.
0: I'll, I'll hear the smooths. The smooths because, uh,
1: for the rest of the weekend yeah. and, Uh And the Wake Forest are giving four at Syracuse. I know the games of Syracuse. Uh huh. And I asked my man Dean Kenefick, who's good friends with Dave Clawson, the coach of the Wake's. I mean, look, maybe they won't, but Syracuse stinks—not stinks, but they're not that—they're not that good. Um, but I'm just throwing them out there, you know. Uh, whatever's. Um, yeah, one other game I was looking at, and this is probably a trap. I shouldn't get involved with this. Wash State is getting seven at Wash. Wash is coming off a bad—it's been a bad season for the for, for Washington. I mean, they got four losses. I think. Yep. And um, so maybe a lot, them, get, a lot of them close. Maybe they get up for this, but they they, they lost a bad game last week. I'm trying to think who they lost to, but it wasn't good. It was you know I think they made my fraud five dishonorable mention or something. Wash State, you never know, you know what the hell they're going to do because their coach is a whack job. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Seven points in a rivalry game, who knows? <laughs> All right, to the NFL. And by the way, I am going to watch. I don't watch a whole lot of games. I'm tuning in to Michigan OSU. Yeah, that's a real good one, and and it, and it affects, you know, if God forbid Michigan wins that game, I'm not so sure. I, Ohio, State, I think Ohio State could still get in.
0: Ohio State will still play in the Big Ten title game. We should yes, um, which will give them a shot to win and probably get in that way. Yes, but then they would have one loss. Yep, and you
1: might have them in Alabama sitting there with the one loss, and, and Alabama's loss would be to LSU. But, but
0: the extra game will help.
1: Yeah, if they go kill somebody like like they did five years right. ago when they
0: won the national title. Yeah, okay. All right, here we go. Pros, on the pros, I'm taking one Thanksgiving game. I'll take the Bills. I'll take six and a half there. I I, I think Buffalo's defense keeps it close. I think Dallas. Look, Dallas has a lot of distractions this week because of what Jerry said. Um, I think they have some things they got to work out. Buffalo's better than you think. This is Buffalo's biggest game on the national stage. I think they're gonna wanna show that they're gonna be worthy of playoff consideration. Well, not consideration. I love it when you
1: when you when you I just like... No, but I love it when you put the thought into this and you go into all these mind things. I love it when you do Their
0: that. Their defense is really good. No, no, no. I'm not. But
1: Buffalo's but you defense you is into, really good. But you go into all this about how they want to... Like, on the national... It's a football game, Kevin. They're going to play the How Cowboys. many times... Did, did so you, you think the Bills are sitting there on, on Monday or Tuesday? Going, I think it's a shot for them to... This is a real chance. No, they're going to have to win a, try to win a football
0: game. And then if they do, then on Friday they can say, okay, well, what did that do plus, for... Plus, all right, and here's the ultimate underliner who have the Cowboys beaten i not being a team with a winning record so that's fine um but don't and just, you're gonna tell, give, just tell and me, and me a touchdown
1: yeah that's fine them. well I'm going to take a teaser and the Cowboys are going to be the teaser the first because they ain't losing that game they might not cover the six and a half but the boys on Thanksgiving in the situation they're in I think that almost works to their advantage but I'm not going to get once again into the thing but they're giving, they're giving six and a half, so I can get that down to a to a win, a basically a win. Now, the problem is i got to come up with some teams to put and get. If I just want to play a two-team Saints? teaser. No, I think I'm going to take the packs, given the six and a half at the gents. Um, I was going to take the Saints and make it an all-Thanksgiving, and, and maybe I should. I don't know. Saints will be even. Yeah, I know. All three of these are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Mm-hmm. But I'll I, I, I put it this way. I would put the Cowboys in with one of those two teams, or maybe both of them. Or maybe, you know, right. but I just don't I don't think the Cowboys are losing at home. It might be a close game. might be an ugly game. But I don't think the Bills are going in there and winning the game. But we'll see. That's, you know, second pick for me. Eagle fans would like that. Yes, they would. Second pick for me. By the way, the coach would get fired after the game. They, they would just. No, he probably won't get fired after the season. Who? If the Cowboys lose. I mean, you know, well, I don't think they're going to fire him with four games. But it could be his death knell.
0: It, it would. <laughs> I'll take the Jets. Lay the three and a half on the road at Cincinnati. Look, the Bengals they got are going no back shot.
1: To, that
0: that's that's my that's one of my games. The Bengals are going back to Andy Dalton. I get it that Cincinnati at some point is probably going to win a game here. Yeah, this that's just true. isn't you know, it?
1: Yeah, you know what? This though? just the, isn't it though. But, but think, are we getting carried away with the Jets? I'm just saying. You made Jets a, look really but good. But you made last a good week. point though. But you made a good point. The Bengals are probably going to win a game somewhere. They got Miami in a couple weeks. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying. Because I, I get caught into something sometimes. I like the Jets also. Um, but, man, it, it, they're still the Jets.
0: I, I get it. They're still I the do. Jets. I do. <laughs> and it's easy to sit here and go, oh, the Jets. Hey, somebody's got to play them. Okay.
1: I will take a three-team teaser. We'll take the Kansas City's given the nine and a half against Oakland at home, because I don't think they're going to lose the game. I know it's a division game. Oakland looked horrible last week. They won't play that badly, but I just Andy Reid's got to win some games. They, they they're they're kinda, you know They're lost
0: in the mix in the AFC. They're lost Ball in the mix It's uh,
1: just correct. I would take the Eagles also laying the nine and a half, so you get that down to a half. Against the Dolphs, because I just, if they lose this game, I deserve to lose. It, it, you know, you can't lose to the Dolphs. And the Carolinians are given nine and a half to the skins at home. And the skins are coming off a win. They're still not that good. I know Caroline hasn't played well the last couple of weeks, but I think at home they'll win. So I'm basically betting on three
0: teams to win. A great Monday night game. They've had yes, a couple good is. Monday night games come, uh, yeah. this year. Of course, they don't have a good Monday night crew, but that's a whole different story. Um, I'll take the Vikings. Get, grab the field goal on the road at Seattle. Look, Kirk Cousins been better. He's been really actually pretty good. You can make a conversation that if it wasn't for Lamar Jackson, he would get some MVP consideration with the way Minnesota's playing. Minnesota sees that it has an opportunity here. Green Bay kind of collapsing last week in San Francisco that they're going to play for a division title in a couple weeks. I think Minnesota is probably the better team right now. And Seattle, Seattle has not been as good at home as they've been on the road. They are 6-0 and at home and 3-2 and on the road. Or I'm sorry, 6-0 and on the road, 3-2 and at home. They have some really, and even a couple wins in there that were shaky against the Buccaneers and the Bengals.
1: See, I, I would go... If, if you put a gun, because I had it written, I would go the other way if I was going to play that game. And that's just me. Because um, I think on a Monday night in Seattle, I just think Seattle is going to find it. And I know Minnesota played good the last time they were on uh, primetime. It was the first time Kirk Cousins had played against yeah, Dallas. On prime time. And Dallas almost doesn't count. Um, but anyway, and the other, but I would probably go the other way if I was going to, which is probably good for you. Um, and I'm looking, and I can't believe, but I think the Frisco's getting five and a half. And the Baltimore's six. Is, is, okay, I had five and a half. Is a decent play. And look, Baltimore is great. They're playing. Whatever they're doing, I'm a believer. I I, I was skeptical. Right. They've looked awesome. But San Francisco's pretty damn good. <laughs> and I saw what they did to Green Bay. Now, you know, they're not going to do that to Lamar Jackson. But I think that this could be a ball game. And I know... It's probably stupid to play in the Baltimore at this point, Um, but yeah, I I, I mean,
0: you have some incredibly compelling games this week. Yeah, Brown Steelers, which is the well, it's that time of the year. Yeah, Brown Steelers. You have um, what was the other one I saw here? Uh, Niners Ravens. You have uh, Raiders and Chiefs, which is interesting because you're right, the Chiefs. And Seattle, Minnesota. And, yeah, Seattle, Minnesota. And Patriots and Texans. Yeah. Which is the Sunday night. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's...
1: And Bill's... In theory, Bill's Cowboys on Thanksgiving. And it's one of the best weekends of college football. Yeah. Because you're getting, you know, you got the Michigan, Ohio State. You got the Alabama, Auburn. I mean, hey, look. You take college football. They're the two best rivalries. Right now. I don't even think it's close. Yeah, I mean Miami, Florida State used to be. Uh, there's other ones. Those two, they hate each other. Yep. I mean Auburn. Now, you know, Finebaum will tell you. You know they
0: bring <laughs> the, the tree thing came. Oh, the, I mean the, the Tumors oh, Corner God. story. And
1: then that that kick return five yeah, years the, ago. Oh the, God, that was the kick
0: six. Yeah, but
1: I mean Ohio and, and Ohio State has won. I want to say like twelve of the last thirteen in this thing, which is almost impossible. Well, if you really think of
0: Harbaugh, it. this is a important weekend.
1: Because- well, before the season, I mean, this was it. But he is a nine point underdog at home. So if God forbid the Michigan's, the Ohio State's win by a field goal, I can't maybe kill Harbaugh because Ohio State might be the best team in the country. Um, now, if Ohio State goes in there and beats them by a couple touchdowns or yeah, that's not good. Uh, a couple things here. One, I mentioned does school. Michigan get in a New Year's Bowl if they win this game. Pro- probably they got two losses, right? Probably, yeah. They probably they could end up in the
0: Cotton Bowl. Could
1: they something. knock? They, they could knock Penn State maybe out, but Penn State. Oh yeah, them. I would think so. Okay, I'm just. I don't know how that stuff. I think Penn worked.
0: State would probably. I think Penn State probably
1: would. I'm still trying to figure out, and I, Kevin, I don't. Why a 10 and two
0: Notre Dame team? Looks like they're heading to Orlando.
1: Oh, th- th- but like I'm sitting there. I, I got my six New Year's bowls. I think it's six, right? All right. Notre Dame's got to be in there somewhere because they're Notre Dame. And I know
0: that might not sit well with some people, but they're Notre Dame. Here, here's the here's the reason. Ready? Their strength of schedule wasn't that great. I'm with you. Uh, but, and and that's what I think is going to cost. But
1: them. by the time you go to bowls, And that
0: Michigan's tra- get lost but, was so bad. Other than the playoffs, nobody cares. I understand. All you're trying to do is
1: get TV ratings. You're trying to make attractive matchups. Like if they ever had like Oklahoma, Georgia. Yeah, I take for, Virginia Tech or Virginia is not. It doesn't do anything. And, I, and I'm not trying to dismiss Virginia Tech or Virginia because they deserve it, but come on, yeah. man. I, and I know the loss at Michigan wasn't good, but yeah, you know, they went to Georgia and played you know, a pretty good game. Here, here's the other part. After they lost to Michigan And didn't they beat Virginia? Didn't didn't Lord yeah, They Virginia? beat both. Yeah, so so why would I take
0: Virginia or, or Virginia Tech? Please. Tell me, here. Here's the thing that gets me. Notre Dame's played four really good games since then, four really good ones. Like dominant games, beat Navy, beat the Navy's snot not anymore. horrible. Navy's right. Navy's okay. They haven't moved in the no. in that poll. No. Not a
1: bit. No, but the poll has nothing to do with the
0: committee. Well, I'm saying and the, the committee's committee can, poll. The,
1: but the committee can sit in there. Oh, look. I'm just saying. If you want to tell me Notre Dame's only ten or eleven or twelve, what I I I get it. But when you're For sitting 16. here, once you, get there, once you get your four playoff teams and then you get the Rose Bowl has to be this because that's the way it's mandated and a couple teams have to go somewhere, there's probably going to be like two spots open. Right. Or so to me, if I'm that bowl game, whether it's the Cotton, the Orange, you know, whatever, P, I don't know, whatever games now, I'm raising my hand and saying, can we please yeah. have the American. Irish? Yeah. All right.
0: But that's me. For our area here in the Northeast, a couple big high school games, obviously. Nah, tell sense. me the game you're doing first. Hell with this. Oh, I'm doing Quaker Town. I cannot, I cannot talk about it. I cannot give a pick on that
1: one. I'm not asking you to give a pick, but you can t- trump oh, yourself yeah. a little bit. You're yeah. going to be on w- the-
0: WMPV 1440 uh, or 98.5. We start at 10 a.m. It's our 59th year doing the game, and uh, we will be there. We are there every who, year. Who does it with you? Uh, Daryl Dobas will be doing the game okay. with us. Jeff Nolan back in the studio. uh Doing halftime and everything. So we'll have a good time on Thursday morning. Should be a good game, even though both teams are not having great years. It should be an interesting competitive game. What time Frankfurt North start? Uh, never. Oh. Uh, yeah. There's Fra-
1: three local now, Frank- games. Frankfurt and, um, like, boys Latin. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? I know I'm old. There's three Northeast Philly boys and traditional girl, Boys games. and girls. Frankfurt should not be. And, and this is nothing against boys Latin. They shouldn't be playing boys lap. No. I mean, at the worst. Well, they can't play North. No, could they play Owany? Who 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 does like Owany? I play? have no idea. Yeah. Owany used to play is Owany still a school. It's a charter school. Okay. Okay. Um, boy. I mean Okay. Well, I you, mean you went to a Frankfurt North game. Didn't yes, you? it's
0: awesome. It was yeah. awesome. I went there when uh our I went there as a kid with my dad went to Frankfurt.
1: Oh, I mean Al Angelo going up and get and, and uh I remember Ted. You John Quinn
0: was there for a while yeah. at North.
1: And yeah, I mean, the games up our way haven't been as good because the pubs very rarely win them. Well,
0: the best one is
1: Ryan Washington and competitive. Because Washington was, but Washington's not that good anymore.
0: They're not as good anymore. No, but no. when they were really good. It was a great game. It was the yeah. highlight game. But Lincoln's beaten Judge like maybe three times in 40 years. They have not won since 1989. Yeah, why play the game?
1: I no, I mean, I get it. Now,
0: I'm a Judge grad. Mike is a Lincoln grad.
1: But they, they, they're not going to beat him. And they shouldn't beat them. J- judge should be better. I mean, just because Catholic programs are usually better than the pub. Pro- and Lincoln's been decent the last
0: couple of years, right? Yeah, they I mean, have.
1: They, they've been better. Um, I don't know, man. It, it's, you know, you haven't beaten them in
0: 30 years. The one game I haven't been to that I would like to go to is Central Northeast, which is like the oldest one in the country. Yeah.
1: But nobody, like, look, I'm not knocking any of the papers. Northeast, Northeast should
0: win but that, this game. That Northeast is really good, actually. But
1: that game used to be, that was another one. I mean, when, when I was growing I mean, it was Frankfurt North, Central. Northeast. Because you know, Lincoln didn't even start playing. I'm trying to seventy five. Yeah, so I graduated in 75. Right. So they didn't even play until I graduated. Um yeah, it just I, I I don't know. I mean, Thanksgiving used to be that used to make Thanksgiving. And I understand things change. There's playoffs now. I you know, and, and yes, yeah.
0: that's, that's more important. And I should point out, I'm also doing Downingtown West and Central Dolphin uh, in the in the state semifinals. On the, the Downingtown Friday. West won the
1: won the district. They beat one, Coatesville. Right? They beat yeah. Coatesville, and they're playing. Where who are they playing? Uh, Central Dolphin, Harrisburg. It's in Harrisburg. Uh,
0: well, it's going to be played at Coatesville. That's still a long ride for you. But yeah, that's Saturday. It's Friday night.
1: Friday night. Oh my God. Get that mileage on your car, brody.
0: Yeah. It's it's always good. Well, any of
1: the teams, the local teams. well, we always have a few teams in the title. Well, games. prep
0: is playing on the other side of the bracket. Prep will play in the West against Is stations. Sal any good this year? Well, Sal lost to Prep.
1: They lost to prep okay. And I'm and so um, Prep
0: is going Prep so the is only gonna two play Central Darwin or sed, well, da- no, no, no. Or Downingtown and no. the Prep? Well, prep will play in the western half final. Right. Right. Okay. okay so they could meet downtown right. west and and prep could meet. In okay. But east. what other teams are still alive? locally? Or downtown east, rather. Uh, Archbishop Woods alive. Okay. Cheltenham is alive in five A. Okay. So you could have a Wood Cheltenham final. Okay. Uh, because of the way it's split, and Wood's won titles. Right? Wood has won like five titles. Okay. Who's the coach up there? Used to be Steve Devlin. Now it's. Um, Steve went to a college job. Steve right? went to a signist. to be. That's yeah. a defense coordinator.
1: So. And that's where the guy from um, CB West used to be, right? The, the, the Mike's assistant. Right. Um, he was at Wood, but I don't know if he's
0: still at Wood. Uh, or, Mike Carey. Mike Carey. Mike, Mike Did he is. He go to Chamonix? No, Mike. Uh, Mike is retired. He's retired. Okay. Mike he, runs the New Britain Inn. He he could, man. Allen. Angel- by the way, you want to go to a great place oh, on yeah. a Friday night? New Britain. The NBA is awesome, and I'm not saying like they Al that Angelo has Chuck
1: Howie. Chuck Howie was his line guy. Yep. Al had nothing to do... You know, he did the line. Mike Patton and Mike Carey. And Mike Carey, 30 years ago, was doing things that colleges weren't doing. Mm-hmm. I had people come up to me and tell me. And they, they would watch CB West and they'd say, you know... And they had that one year, they had the great line with Radigan, Dick Beck, and there was another guy. They had like three studs. I think it was 85 or 86. 86 sounds right. Right. And um, they would just say... They say, look at what this team does. They they they, they say we don't see this at like the D two level. And um, he was good, man. And the one year he he took, when Pettin retired, he he went f- he lost in the in overtime in the title game.
0: Yeah, because it would have been sixty straight, I guess. Well, no no no, that was actually the year
1: they got fifty nine straight. They
0: got fifty nine straight, but that was Carey as the head coach,
1: right? That's what I'm saying. Oh when yeah, Mike took over the year after after they lost in overtime or double overtime. I think it was, and I remember him telling me TCP. Yeah. But they had a play. The play that they ran, if one guy had made the block, apparently they, they would have, have scored and they, or they would have forced another overtime or one or whatever it was. Oh. We should
0: point out the Thanksgiving game itself has become a dying breed. I mean, part of it is because the oh, PS- yeah. like the PIAA now does not allow because the regular season ends, I wouldn't say, October 25th. Okay. So you have a month off yeah, and you're not allowed ahead, to play what they used to call yeah. provisional games no. to fill that time.
1: Uh, once the playoffs came in, it, it was the death knell because, it, and I, but for a lot of schools, that was where they made all their money. Money. I mean, like if you had, I can only imagine what CB West, CB East made when they had 10,000 up at Delaware Valley, yeah. um, Cobb, but there was other ones, you know, Norristown used to play Upper Marion. That was a big deal. Upper Dublin played, um, Horsham. Upper Dublin, well,
0: no. Upper Horsham, right? No, Upper well, back Dublin. in my day. Well, Upper Horsham plays Upper Moreland.
1: Was it Upper, Moreland? It was okay, Upper may, Moreland? Maybe I thought it was Upper. Upper D- okay.
0: Dublin used to play Wasahicken.
1: Okay, um, I, I'm I'm ashamed to ask you this, but I don't even know like if all these schools are still schools.
0: Yeah, they're still schools. Okay, because I suburbs yeah. are still schools, but, no, but not I, every game still goes on. Yeah.
1: But I mean, they they would make you know Thanksgiving was like people playing their whole day. We're yeah. gonna go to football in the morning, then we're gonna go eat.
0: Speaking of which, what's on? Uh, what do you what are you we looking at the, the menu? We
1: got well, I, I get. I'm assuming turkey. Um, you know, it, I mean, it's typical, uh, I'm bringing the shrimp cocktail, I'm in charge of shrimp cocktail. So, um, <laughs> I'm not a big Turkey guy. I, I, I like Turkey, but I don't sit there, you know, it's not like a Christmas story where, you know, favorite pie pumpkin. I'm a, I'm a pumpkin guy. Cause I don't eat pumpkin like the rest of the year. I only eat it a couple times and that's one of the times, but I'm sure there'll be some, something else there that might be good because the way the family kind, of, like, you know, different people bring different stuff. We could wind up, and they they they're big on desserts. We could wind up with like five desserts, easily. Yeah. But I like a, a mashed potatoes or gravy. Oh, the gravy's got to be good. Gravy, the gravy is key. I am a cranberry jelly guy, not just out of a can. You know, ocean yep. spray, um, stuffing.
0: I like stuffing. Uh, I am going to be a heretic on this one, I guess. You don't like stuffing? No, I like stuffing, but I like stove
1: you're allowed. that's I, mean, I, mean, I caused the
0: family fight because I brought my own stuffing. I don't in one think
1: anybody there. well, that's a little anal <laughs> um I don't think many people do stuffing anymore. I will bet you <laughs> of most families it is stove some version of stovetop um the veggies I don't care I mean I you know corn's good um Corn I'll, beans. Eat a, I'll eat a sweet potato. I'm not a green bean casserole I am guy. not
0: a green bean casserole I guy. don't
1: ever, get, I didn't get the concept of that. I don't, and so every year somebody will bring something that's a little, you know, maybe some, uh, one year, I, I think I may, I did like grilled vegetables and they were really good because yeah. it was kind of, it was actually something healthy I was putting in my mouth and I like coleslaw. I'll
0: be honest. One thing I don't get is deep fried turkey.
1: Oh, it's the best. Oh, you like it. I've only had it. Like I'm gonna say maybe four or five times.
0: My what? uncle did it the one time and it was it's gotta be half done, right. done.
1: No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, and and that's the problem with the fried turkey. There was this place down north of Myrtle Beach in Shallote. I love Shallote. Okay. And there was a place it was either John's or Joe's, we can't remember because it's not there anymore. It moved. The whole town ate there. And it was at the time, I'm probably going back fifteen years, it was eight bucks. Which included your drink. The buffet line was 20 yards long, whatever. They had everything, and it was good. But at the very end, they had a fried turkey. Kevin, when it's done right, because you get the crispy on the outside, which I like. I like that crispy. Right. But inside is all cheap. But I've had them when they did not get done properly, and They're not good. No. No. But if you find somebody who can do one, it's good. It's good, John. You know what John Cheney does. do forget, he does a um, oyster stuffing. Now, I don't like oysters, so I, you know, and he raved about it. Oh God, gotta gotta go, gotta go home and do my oyster stuffing. <laughs> I think he did it for Christmas because we used to do the Christmas Eve show. He did that with us, and he was always talking about that. You know, and John could cook because John could. Eat. How is
0: John doing? Don't
1: I? I don't. I feel bad when people ask me this because I haven't talked to him. Probably since the spring, and uh, he's eighty eight years old. He's going to be eighty eight yeah. years old in January. Um, yeah, maybe we can get him on. Yeah, Let's um, see. Let's see I, I, heard, I heard. I heard. I don't like saying things over, about, right? But his wife well, is also eighty eight. Yeah, and his Jean, wife was Jean. my
0: Jean, Jean was my gym teacher at Fells uh, Junior really? High. Yes, wow. I, okay. And in fact, it was timed up with the uh, year in eighty eight when they were number one in the nation. Okay.
1: She apparently has a big family, like eleven siblings, and and. Like, three of them have passed away, like, in the last year. Right. And I heard that she wasn't doing so well. And that even goes back a couple of years. And like, people ask me, I'm just trying to be nice. They're 88 years old. Right. And John's diabetic. I mean, you know, and, and every time you see him, it's, I thought, the, when was the last time I would have saw him? Maybe, like, a year ago at a temple thing. Maybe, I he looked okay. And like, we I mean, talked
0: to him two years ago for your retirement. Yeah. On the old show.
1: But, but I mean, see him, like physically see right. him. I know he needs help, like getting around a little bit. I think he has like a cane. He told me a few years ago that if um, this had been years, like if this had been 15, 20 years ago, he probably would have had to have something amputated. Like um, Right. And, and maybe he did lose a toe or something, but uh, John. God bless him.
0: Um he, before yeah. before we go, let's let's send some well wishes here. Uh, Ted Solari, our buddy, how's he doing? Um, Ted uh, was back in the hospital. He he had some surgery. I don't want to hear that. But he, in texting him today, he's doing a lot better. Uh, he said happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Um, you talk about good people. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> we had Ray Dion. We're talking about Ted, John Chaney. We don't we don't talk about goofy people here.
0: No, and um. Want to give a shout out to my aunt who is uh, in the hospital right now and uh, fighting some illness, but uh, it's not a good time. Yet.
1: No, you know, um, it's and how's Big dad doing?
0: I saw him last week. He, I know you did. He he was in good spirits uh, that night. Picked him up tremendously, and uh, it's good. I'm actually going to probably check in with him tonight or tomorrow. Good. And this oh.
1: this is going to sound really stupid with what we just talked about. And I guess you'd have to explain that I am a dog person. Right. I've been we've had two Italian Greyhounds, Rebel, right. Chanel. Right. They run our lives. Rebel, we had to put Rebel down two days before Thanksgiving. I think seven years ago. It might have been eight years ago. Right. And I know Thanksgiving's later this year. So the actual date, I think, was like last week. One of the worst days of my life. It, and my, it's tough. My wife did not even want to do Thanksgiving. I mean, she looked at me, and she says, I, I, and I said, Gene, I said, look, I know, but we got, you know, it's a dog, and I, I get it, and we had Chanel, like, the next day, they, we, we knew we were going to take her, they had to keep her, they had to do an operation on her, um, but that's how destroyed you and it ruined, I mean, the whole holiday season that year was, I mean, Christmas was probably okay, because right. we probably had Chanel by then, and she was running around, or whatever she was doing, but, and I don't, I, I can't believe I'm actually saying this but it was like the worst thing i ever and and a friend of mine had predicted to me he had to put his and he was telling me about it and he said, "Mike, he goes, when you do, he says, it, trust me. It'll be horrible and 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 i think about that every thanksgiving. i know that sounds stupid and i i don't, I don't mean to be right. that guy, but you love your dogs, man. i mean, it's, it's like they're they're your kids." Yep. When you're 61, uh, and I get to see my grandson in two days. How about that? That's awesome. Yeah, he was asking where he came over Saturday. Um, my son had to put together some tables for us, which is what he does. And uh, apparently, one the first thing he is was, was, "Where's Pop Pop?" So Pop Pop was on the golf course. Pop Pop was on a uh, golf course. He was on Middle the golf Beach. course, and then he was covering Phil. Then he was covering Villanova.
0: <laughs> happy, happy Thanksgiving, buddy. Yes. Appreciate it. Thank you to all of you who have listened. Uh, thank you to everyone who has um, supported us here in this effort. We are going to try to make it better as we keep going forward. And we should point out. Oh, we're, if we keep getting
1: Ray Diddingers on the show. Yes. You know, it'll be we,
0: fine. We will be back here next Tuesday. That is our next one. We're taking the holiday off. We will be back here Tuesday night. Uh, we may be talking some baseball, I think, at that point.
1: Could be talking some eagles. Could be talking some eagles. Depending upon what happens on
0: Sunday. So, a lot of things going on. Thank you very much for joining us. We're thankful for you listening in. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Don't eat too much. Take care.